Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Fox, and you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friendos, and Larson with this guy. Yep. Uh, what is going on with this? Hey, I know I heard you were in a mask versus mask mash this past week. Apparently, you won because your mask was still on your head. However, like, you can't get a new mask? What is all this? I'm what a little that? worse for the wear. That's, that's about it. And the bar is already set pretty low in that regard, but... Yeah. You couldn't, were the, were, was that mask back ordered somewhere? You couldn't get any more? Well, let's just say funds are a little tight right now, so we decided to just roll it out. You look ridiculous. Yeah. But thank you for, for joining me today on this yeah. Friday edition of Going In Raw. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Of course, Going In Raw can be found at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Um, the CastBox app is a really great podcast app. Got a partnership with them. It's fantastic. You can also find Going In Raw wherever uh, podcasts are available. Um, we're on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Are you a patron? Musanda? Yes, I am. Give the monies. It's not true. You're not a patron at all. Well, I don't have any money. You can't even afford a new mask. I so. know. How much did you make for this mask versus mask match? It was uh, on the house. I didn't, I didn't make anything. That seems like a bad business decision, Luchando. Uh, that's, that's part of the problem. Yeah, and I guess that's why you've been wrestling in bingo halls across the world for the last 25 years, yeah? I did one over off of uh, you know, San Juan. It oh, was, really? It was Sorry, a, I missed that. It was a delight. Oh, really? All right. Um, we're also at Pro Wrestling Tees. <laughs> we need to get some Luchando merch on our yeah. Pro Wrestling Tees store so, you make, so we can make some money off you, you know, if you don't make any money yourself. Wait a minute. And we're also at friendomarket.com. Um, got merch available there. So uh, why not? Let's just get yeah. into the news. You, I know you've been on the road a lot, so you might not have been all caught up on what's going on in the world of wrestling. I'm up a little bit. I've been, I've been, I've been paying a little bit of attention. Good, good. It'd be a first. TNA for life with Super <laughs> Chat saying Luchando the legend is real. Yes. 
You're ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Our first story. What's going on over there? Just making sure. All right. I'm all good. <laughs> you should just face that way the whole show so no one can see the bit of your face that's there exposed. There we go. That's going to get uncomfortable for you. First story. Apparently, Dean Ambrose had some sort of near-death experience while recovering from his tricep surgery, or so he says, in a recent interview with The Monitor. Why are you laughing about that? It's not funny. I just like how you said uh, so-called injury. No, the injury was real. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know how serious this infection was, but you don't want to mess with serious uh, bacterial infections. That could no, really... Staph infection is no joke. Yeah, it is no joke. Um, this is what he had to say, quote, it was just one nightmare after another in terms of the injury and recovery and whatnot. It was a pretty challenging period of time to go through. I ended up having two different surgeries. I had this MRSA staph infection. I nearly died. I was in the hospital for a week, plugged up to this antibiotic drip thing, and I was on all those antibiotics for months that make you puke and crap your pants. Ew. You ever been on those type of antibiotics, Luchando? I can't say that I have. That's, uh, that'd be a first. Same here. Yeah. Do you want to do some reading? You want me to take care of all this? You can if you like, or uh, I can do it. You're good for right now. You're, okay. You're doing a good so job. that means me do it. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Work. He continues. Yeah. <laughs> By the time I finally went and got the first surgery, my triceps was was already starting to atrophy and look weird. I wasn't able. To... <laughs> Why is that funny? He requires the use of his arms to make a living. It's yeah. not funny. Well, his arms are pretty big now. <laughs> yeah, he's jacked. <laughs> wasn't able to flex my triceps for a really long time. And then the first surgery didn't really, something went wrong in the process, probably due to that infection. It's kind of hard to say when that really even got in my body. This is a long answer to your question, but for a minute there, it was getting scary. By the time I got that second surgery, it was March, I think. My arm was so shrunken and skeletal that it was weird. Really? Again, you're laughing. <laughs> I hadn't been able to move it or flex it in so long that it started, I was starting to get scared. I wasn't ever going to get it back. The tendon was attached. When I went in there the second time, but there was all this goo. <laughs> she really should put a disclaimer on this because this is pretty gross. Yeah, right. The environment wasn't letting it heal correctly, I guess. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But they, <laughs> they just had to scoop out all this gooey stuff. I didn't realize how bad it was. If I hadn't gone in for that checkup, it could, I could have gotten seriously sick. It could have been even more dangerous. It was a giant mess, much like this here. Hey, dude. Come on. I just kept having to start back from square one. I ended up just moving to Birmingham just to play it safe and be with the doctor and best rehab guys. As soon as I got out of the second one, I was flying home, grabbing my dog, turned right back around, got in the truck, and drove to Birmingham. I just stayed there for two and a half or three months until they felt like I was pretty good. Once the MRSA really got out of my system, I was working out twice a day, getting jacked. I added the getting jacked yeah, part. How long was he out? Ballpark. Nine months. He also said in here initially, I don't know if I read that part. No. And also, that like going into surgery, the initial one, they thought, oh, okay, three-month recovery. They went in there, finished the second surgery, and said, no, you tore things up in there six months. And then, okay. and then with the infection, um, getting that cleared up, and then I'm sure you know, getting the use of his triceps back and whatnot, that took you know, even more time. Because, I so, mean, he got jacked, and for all this to happen, it seems like... like well, he, also wow. in this interview, he said that you know, someone asked him, like, How'd you get so jacked? He says, oh, just powerlifting stuff. <laughs> stuff. Not cars. He no. means lifting weights. Oh. Or maybe it was cars. I don't stuff. know, because he said benches. Garbage. Yeah, <laughs> dumpsters. <laughs> um, uh, he said uh, deadlifts, squats, and benches. I'm like, okay. All right. I mean, I do all those things, and I don't look like him. No. Not even close. He got some. Yeah, he's jacked. Yeah. He's jacked. 
Um, he's like the power guy of the shield now, too. He's like doing all sorts of power moves. Roman doesn't do that. Roman was supposed to be the muscle of the shield. What happened there? I don't know. That's, that is a good question. Yeah. Stop looking at my mask, dude. It's weirding me out. I'm going to have to. It's weirding me out, Luchando. This is too much. I should have just done this by myself again. Um, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So I Steve was here. I kind of do as well. <laughs> at least you wouldn't be in this chair next to me. Um, so it's interesting to hear about his recovery process. Of course, CM Punk just got out of a lawsuit where he was sued by uh, one of WWE's doctors for saying that they mistreated yep. or didn't treat an MRSA infection in his back. Um <laughs> And you, you know, you're on the road for 250 days a year, rolling around on that mat, which probably isn't the cleanest thing in the world. It's oh. really surprising that you don't hear more about these type of infections developing. Yeah. Um, because, you know, how long ago was it? Like three, four years ago in the NFL, there was a bunch of MRSA infections going. It was like a whole team that had Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so like whether it be in the locker room or the shower, it was just mm-hmm. rampant amongst that. So I'm, it's, it's, and it seems like in the NFL, because you don't really hear about it anymore these days. They've taken appropriate measures to limit exposure as best they can. Um, With all the money they have. I you mean, would think they'd be yeah. able to. Well, WWE has a ton of money now. That's a good point. They got all those TV deals coming up next year. I mean, and, uh, a ton of money already. XFL. I mean, let's not forget. I mean, that's, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> Gosh. It's so bad. <laughs> it is. It, I mean, the original version was awful. Um, awful. Hey, we got... who? Uh, he hate me out of it, though. Right? That's true. And he yeah. actually had a pretty decent NFL career Char- afterwards. Uh, Rod Panthers, Smart. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's. I guess we should be thankful we don't see more of these situations popping up. Look towards the camera or something. Don't look at me. <laughs> popping up uh, with wrestlers. So, uh, I mean, WWE, for the most part, hopefully is doing something right. But, uh, you know, weird freak things happen where you get bacteria in your body and then goo. boom. And then goo, apparently. Oh, yeah. That's gross. What color do you think that was? The goo. It's probably, it's probably white. It's probably just all pus. Oh. Anyways, <laughs> something that's gonna that's making me potentially very very happy. Neville. Yes. Now we were all expecting Neville to come back, hopefully at All In, because we had heard oh. shortly before All In that he had been released from his WWE deal, and according to Dave Meltzer. Free to work right away, as of that report, at least. That would have been a nice surprise. It would have been awesome. And then, you know, at one point, after the, the Kenny Omega Pentagon Jr. match, lights go down, and we're all, yes, maybe Neville will come out. It was Chris Jericho, which is still neat. And we'll talk more about him next. But uh, 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 that's he, pretty cool. He, it was cool. He came out, he beat up Kenny Omega, and then promoted his cruise. Have you heard of the Jericho cruise? No. You should be a guest on there. They're having a wrestling tournament. Oh, you know what? I have. I think I was... Were you offered a spot? Well, I mean, I, I, I do turn down some work, but I didn't turn down that one. <laughs> you only turn down paying work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't figured out this whole business thing. Apparently yet. not. No, no, no. Anyways, in, in, in the most recent Wrestling Observer newsletter, uh, Meltzer again had a, a bit about Neville. He says, quote, regarding Neville... While he said nothing publicly and WWE has told us that he is free and clear to work anywhere he wants, when he has been contacted by promoters, he has said that he can't accept dates yet, but will be able to very soon. So huh. something, somebody's been the truth here maybe a little somebody's bit. Somebody's on vacation. Maybe WWE 
<laughs> is uh, it says, oh yeah, he's free and clear to work without mentioning the fact that there might have been a the no moment com- he does, he loses whatever. Well, I think it was just like a no <laughs> compete clause, yeah. probably. You know, hey, we'll let you out of your deal. You got 90 days. You got to sit at home. 90 yep. more days to sit at home. Yeah. You've been sitting home for almost a year. Um, <laughs> and then you can work. And I wouldn't be surprised if they just said, all right, we, we'll do less than 90 days. You can start working, I don't know, three weeks after All In. They just want nowhere near no All In. All in. Yeah. Nowhere near All In. I bet. Um, King of Pro Wrestling in New Japan is happening October 7th or 8th or something like that. Mm-hmm. They're having a, a, a tournament, a four-man tournament, to determine a new IWGP junior heavyweight champion, their cruiserweight belt. That'd be a perfect spot. Perfect. Especially if, say, Will Ospreay picks up the win. Oh, I, f- I meant for me. Not for not for Neville. <laughs> I mean, Are you in this tournament? <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. Oh, my gosh. Who do I talk to? <sighs> Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, it's been great so far. It's been... <laughs> We're only 11 minutes into this. This is going to be painful it's to get through. It's going to be a through. tough one. It's going to be really tough to get through. Um, so I'm hopeful that's still the case, that we'll see Neville pop up at the end of, or during King of Pro Wrestling sometime. The challenge, hopefully, Will Ospreay to a match for the junior heavyweight title at Wrestle Kingdom next January. Are you familiar with New Japan's product? Uh, a little bit. I watch a little. Have no. you ever been in the best of the Super Junior Tournament? I have not. Not surprising. I, my, I keep petitioning to get in, but I have not. Have you sent in uh, tapes? Say, here, look what I can do. My tapes don't show the true ability that I got. I think it does. <laughs> That's not very It'd nice. probably help if you, did, if, you, if you stopped sending VHS in 2018. VHS? Yeah, you just send VHS tapes, don't I you? I got VHS-C. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's... A little behind the times Not there. Not ideal. A little behind the times there, Luchando. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to the uh, Jericho story, let's take some super chats. Rasslin' Dude, Teddy Hart with Shane McMahon 45 minutes ago on Teddy's Twitter. Uh, let's start them rumors. Oh, it's Teddy Hart and Shane McMahon do- having a back and forth. Ooh. I'd be surprised if uh, yeah. Teddy Hart ever came to WWE. <laughs> uh, Chaluminati, baby. Luchando, give Larson a chop and too sweet. Oh. No to both. Can't give you a chop? No, and definitely not too sweet. Well, I know I would, that. I would I... take a chop before a too sweet. Oh, sweet. Yes. <laughs> Steve Kaharski, great job these past few days. Larson podcast was fire, and that's undisputed. Chaluminati, <laughs> uh, baby. Will Jeff Hardy retire after Hell in a Cell match with Orton? That's an interesting Ooh. question. Um, probably Is there not. there rumors of that? Oh, I hadn't heard anything. Matt Hardy's probably done. He's got all sorts of injury problems. He said his uh, lower vertebrae are fusing to his pelvic bone. Ooh. I know, from all those leg drops and stuff off top rope. I mean, you can see how stiff he is. Oh, yeah. I mean, he looks like he has zero flexibility yeah. through his hips and his, and his pelvis. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Hardy take a pro, took a prolonged break after Hell in a Cell because he's yeah. doing some spot off the cage and probably uh, it's eat, gonna be something. eating an ounce table. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... and Probably picking up the L. Who do you think is going to win this Hell in a Cell match? Is it Hardy or is it Orton? I mean, I I, I would say Orton because I want to. S- I'd like to see something with him and Shinsuke yeah. after it because yeah. there's there's stuff there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, there's no where where you where do you go with Hardy? Like I know. Well, also I think like Orton's been saying that he's trying to knock all these legends off their their yep. pedestal. 
And he's got to kind of accomplish that it's, first to, to lend some legitimacy to his claims. And then Hardy can come back, and then he can beat Orton, you know, a couple months down the line once he's recovered from almost breaking himself <laughs> doing a, a It's been a while spot. since uh, he's been the legend killer. I mean, yeah, I know. It hasn't... Yeah, it's uh, been a very long time. This is yeah. some of the best work he's done in a while. I thought he was... Orton was pretty good with Wyatt. Yeah. That none of that panned out very well in the end. But he did he was doing really good work while he was teasing this Orton Wyatt family thing. I mean, I and maybe it's I mean, I like the B team and what they're doing, but at some oh. point I'd love to see the brother come on over. No, I agree with that. But not the the B team's B team's theme song is terrible. <laughs> it is, but I, I, I enjoy them. It's because it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> but I don't uh, mind them. I think I mean Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel are really talented, talented guys. It's but. nice to get see them, I don't know, outside of the Miz and, and actually doing something. Mm-hmm. And I, but I'd love to see Bo Dallas with, with the Wyatt family or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, Milo Hernandez, happy birthday. Kojima, master of the cozy lariat over there in New Japan. There you go. He's, he's got one of the best chops. He does this chop thing where it's really fast and then one more huge chop. It's great. Nice. Uh, Rasslin dude just says, no, they were together. I'm not sure this is... What the context of that is. Maybe something we said earlier. Uh, Chaluminati, baby. This is for the chop. I spit out some juice while watching this high as F. Thanks, Luchando. <laughs> Hashtag Luchando is my H champion. Too sweet, Larson. Do it. Yeah, right here, buddy. Hands are staying on the table. Next up. I tried. You know, Chris Jericho, he's a bit of a free agent these days. He shows up, does whatever he wants to do. It must be great to be in that position where it you just really show is. up and do what you want to do and not have to worry about money or anything like that. I know. And then if you want to play music or whatever the hell. And organize your own crews and have wrestling on that. <laughs> show up dressed as other wrestlers at huge shows, taking the mask off and beating people up. It all sounds like great fun. That, uh, that, that cruise is going to end up being like that. Minnesota Vikings cruise. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You should try to get on it, Luchando. I think it'd be great for your career. Um, so, anyways, Chris Jericho recently appeared on Busted Open Radio and spoke about the fun he's been having during his free agency. Quote, there's a whole market for hardcore wrestling fans. Maybe not even hardcore anymore. There's a whole strand of wrestling fans that are excited about these other options. I didn't think there was any chance of me doing all-in. At this point in time, sure, there's a chance. If there's a match that's presented to me that's interesting, and I'm, if I'm free, sure, why not? I'm kind of, I'm really kind of enjoying oh, this free this. agency <laughs> and realizing, why do I have to keep it in Japan? What if, I, what if I do want to do more stuff in the States and not really worrying about what anyone else thinks? In WWE, when you work there, you have to go with whatever, you know, Vince McMahon wants to go with, and that's fine. When you work for Vince, that's just the way it is. But it's fun not uh, its fun to not work for Vince right now. So this is a pretty huge sea change in his uh, approach because back when he first showed up in New Japan, he said, I'm a WWE guy, so I'm not going to do any work in North America. Mm. Just, but then he seems to have softened. Um, you know, a 180 right there. A, a bit, yeah, because yeah. it was pretty surprising that he showed up at All In. Um, recently, Sammy Callahan of Impact... Do you watch Impact Luchando? Uh, accidentally. You know, when I'm flipping through and... Oh, oh there's Do you Impact. stay on the channel or do I'll you continue? I'll stay for a teeny bit. All right, all right. And then, uh, oh, wait, it's back to the four-sided ring. Oh, wait, no, it's the six-sided. Oh, what That's the four-sided now, I believe. No, I'm saying... Oh, historically speaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so uh, he's, he's good friends, Jericho is, with Don Callis, one of the bookers over at Impact. So uh, there's always been rumors and speculation that he may show up an impact someday Ooh. to help out his friend. 
Really? Which would be pretty huge. And even on Twitter, someone says, hey, Jericho, you can go to Impact. And he says, yeah, I'll consider it. Wow. Steve's convinced it's going to happen at some point. Really? Um, I, I've been bullish. Is that the right term? Yeah. Skeptical. Sure. Um, that it would happen because he said publicly, I'm not going to do it. Now that he is softening on that stance, it seems possible it could happen. Would you be, be on board with that? I, I mean, yeah, I guess. Here, listen. I have this theory. Okay. You know the NWA, Billy Corgan bought yep, it. Yep. Cody he Rhodes. He was just in town the other day. Yeah. Said hi to him. Oh, really? Yeah. How did that happen? He was in town doing a performance. He gave me a call. Did you have a tryout for uh, the NWA? No, no. I'm, I'm not on their radar yet. Yes. Soon enough. No. Yeah. You should get used to not being on their radar. Um, <laughs> uh, I have this theory, and it probably won't pan out because rarely do my theories come to fruition, but that Corgan's trying to reconstitute the NWA how it was in his glory day where it was a unifying mm. body of all the territories. Yep. Um, but rather than territories now, it's all the various independent promotions or a majority of the independent promotions going on in the States. You can even include Impact Ring of Honor there, apparently, because Cody works for Ring of Honor. Oh, and, yeah. And um, just to kind of use the NWA as a conduit for all these promotions to work together for the betterment of all. And there's no way that, that anybody's going to directly compete with WWE. They're just no. too monolithic. They're too huge. Yep. They're too rich. But if they want to give fans a true alternative on a larger scale, if they all band Unifying. together, work together, ah. maybe once or twice a year, we can have more shows like All In, these huge uh, arena shows for independent talent. I think it would be great. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. It probably won't happen. Though. There's too many politics and stuff in the way. Yeah. So Everyone wants theirs. But if you could get someone like Jericho involved in this a huge name mm -hmm. a future wwe hall of famer unless he just really pisses off vince doing all this stuff well, in which at case at some point he'll still get yeah he should um uh, have him involved um young bucks and cody's contracts are up in november get them actively involved uh, not just in the wrestling aspect but as we saw with all in it was a super fun show from a creative standpoint as well um you could really be onto something i know I, I like it i mean the idea would just the idea is valid. It's just a matter of, you know, getting people to play nice. Yeah, that's the hard part. It's hard to play nice with you. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm the nicest guy around. It's not true. It's not true at all. What? It's not true at all. I, think I mean, you're nice enough to do the show with me, and I appreciate that. But nonetheless, it's well, be hard-pressed to, to call a, yourself a nice guy. I had a nice little, you had a little break in your schedule. Break in my calendar there. And, like the break know. in your mask there, too. Uh, anyways, what do you got something else to add? No, all right. Very well. Anyways, before we continue, we've got some words from our sponsor, 4hims.com. Is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots yet? Nope. If there are, you're not alone. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35, and the thing is, when you start noticing hair loss, it's too late. So why turn to weird solutions or do nothing when you can turn to medicine and science? 4hims.com right. is the one-stop shop for men for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss with well-known generic equivalents to brand-name prescriptions to help you keep your hair. And it's easy. Just answer a few questions. A doctor will review your order, and products are shipped directly to your door. That means no waiting rooms and no awkward in-person doctor's visits. Save time by going to 4 and now, listeners of Going and Raw can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while ah. supplies last. See website for full details. 
This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4hims.com slash G-I-R. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash G-I-R. Again, that's 4hims.com slash G-I-R. Thanks to 4hims.com for sponsoring today's show. And it really helps going in raw to check out their products at 4hims.com slash G-I-R. Got a couple of buddies who could use that. Gosh, this is a huge mistake. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's going on in your face. It's ridiculous. Anyway, so we've seen a lot of 205 live competitors on Raw lately. Have you noticed this, Luchando? I have. You seem like you would qualify for the Cruiserweight division. I would. Right up my alley. I mean, you're under the weight limit. But apart from that, skill-wise, I don't know. Oh, oh, come on. That's That's... That's, Is that rude? Did I go too far? That's hardly I'm necessary. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not really. Um, <laughs> so anyways, Fightful.com has a possible explanation, an exclusive report, as to why we've seen so many 205 live talents popping up on Raw. That's what they... That's what, uh, uh, oh, wow. You got me off my game. Come on, That's what they have to say. Quote, Fightful asked several wrestlers and employees backstage about the news, and those within the know said that there was such... There was a push to implement more managers in the program in an effort to revive floundering acts. It's not a coincidence that all three cruiserweights to appear on Raw thus far are excellent talkers. That's very true. And this is, this is a bit of a way to ease those in charge of such decisions back into utilizing managers more prominently if it works out. So how much do you watch 205 Live? Uh, not a whole lot. Okay. No. So you're missing out on Drew Gulak, who's an excellent talker. Drake Maverick, he's an excellent talker. The whole dressing him yep. in, in AOP gear is a mistake. Put him in yeah. a, like, a, like a dark suit. Real he snappy looking. Like he was a... Compared to those guys, he looked like he was a little person. Yeah, well, he's a kid. Looked like he was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just tiny. Yeah, um, and Leo Rush is great. Um, he's, he's yeah, I liked his little spotty head with Lashley. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> low weight, more reps. <laughs> is that is that your uh, is that your strategy at the gym? Or Big you just, time. Or you just try to put up as much weight as you can? Well, yeah. I think just by it's it's a little you, of a you, little I think B. You putting kinda... up, I think you putting up as much weight as you can is just. <laughs> Lightweight more reps. Oh, you're a funny guy. Not really. I don't like you. Yeah, I know. Uh, Wrestling Observer added a little bit to this, saying, quote, as far as Leo Rush managing Lashley, the anti-manager sentiment Vince McMahon has had for a long time seems to have dissipated with the success of Paul Heyman. Right now, they're back thinking along the lines of managers, which is where Drake Maverick's move also fit in, and there are talks of bringing in managers from the indies for future roles aside from people already under contract. My question is... Yeah. Well, go ahead, sorry. My question... Well, it might be the same question. They, the authors of Pain yeah. come into Raw yeah. and they turn on their manager before they even enter the ring. Yeah, I know. And then they're going to put another manager on them? I know, it's ridiculous. Paul Ellering was so great for them. He was perfect. He yeah. was a perfect guy. So what was the... He had the history being the manager for the Road Warriors. Yes. He had that. Yes. He had the gravitas yeah. to, to make their gimmick seem believable. Like a... Authors of Pain, I mean, for being honest, is a pretty silly name for a tag team. Yeah, I, and, and like earlier, I think I mentioned them as Powers of Pain. Yeah, I mean, like it's, that. it's there was a tag team called. No, Powers there was. Pain. It was yeah, um, but at the same time, it's yeah, it's nothing special. No, but uh, he, you know, he could use the, uh, the, the 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 authorship and writing metaphors in his promos, and it was effective because he was a great talker and he had gravitas. Yes. Talk about the algorithm for tag team wrestling. Who are their managers? We use the word algorithm in a promo. <laughs> it's great. It's fantastic. 
Most people probably just say formula. He says algorithm. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, I didn't understand. I mean. Because, well, you know, he, you know, he's getting up there in years. Yeah. Ellering was or is. Um, but he put something on Twitter saying, no, I love traveling. So it wasn't an issue of, of, of him not wanting to do it. So is he not even with NXT anymore? He's, that was it, huh? Yeah. That didn't make any sense. No, because he's great. Yeah. And um, he fit with them. Yeah, and then, totally. And then, I mean, they're just going to manage him. I mean, they need it. They kind of need somebody. Yeah. And so I don't, I, I mean, it makes sense to put somebody with them. Oh, definitely, not, definitely, yeah. Whether or not they have the right person, I don't well, know. Well, I but. think Drake could do a, a, a decent job. It's just dressing him in the Authors of Pain gear is too much. Yeah. It's really too much. I actually, that same episode at the end of it is when the, the heel locker room came out to beat down the shield. Yep. And Drew Gulak was one of those out there. And it, his thing on 205 Live is, wrestle like me, it'll make for a better 205 Live. He's a submission ground-based guy. And I thought, he, here he shows up on 205 Live wearing awesome suits, dropping great promos, put him with Authors of Pain, that makes and sense. apply a similar philosophy to the tag division on Raw. Saying, yeah. I have the algorithm right here <laughs> to make for a better raw tag division. I thought that had been fantastic because he's a, you know, like his character is mean, super mean. Oh, he fits right in there. Yeah, it had been perfect. Because, yeah. like, Drake on 205 Live is, 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 is a competent face general manager. Yeah, it is kind of funny on 205 Live every time he does a backstage segment or at least once per episode, someone will reference. Two of our uh, authors of pain. Oh, really? Yeah, Jack Gallagher did this last week, and Drake <laughs> says, "Oh, I'm not distracted by that whole situation. Let me call up authors of pain and set up a meeting between the the three of you guys." <laughs> you know, the implication being that they were going to beat him up. Yes. Uh, and Jack's like, "Good. <laughs> it's all good, man. No meeting necessary." I um, wonder if they're going to use Heyman for anything with Brock gone away for the time. I'd be surprised. I think it's going to take a really special situation to yeah. to bring Heyman back and and pair him up with somebody even you know after Brock came back was in 2012 you know they tried to put Heyman with uh Cesaro that was what uh, we were going to talk to I mean Curtis Axel and none of it worked no it didn't work um I mean honestly though you see Brock in the UFC ring he doesn't really need a mouthpiece to some degree no I mean he's able to cut a promo just fine but oh I, know. I mean I love Heyman so it doesn't matter it would just take a really singular yeah it, it would take someone on par with with Brock. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it would seem like a step down. Yeah. And that's kind of the issue. I mean, I, I, I had heard Ronda Rousey potentially. That made that would make sense. To a degree, but at the same time, if they really want to push Ronda as a as top face, yeah. then you don't want to put her with Heyman. It just sucks because Heyman adds something to every else. Oh, yeah. You yeah. Know, every, yeah. Everything. Yeah. Uh-oh. Going in raw. Super Chat says, boarding my flight. He'll... Who is he talking about? I don't know who he's talking about. This is Luchando. Get my name right, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, Steve. Get on your flight. Get back here soon, please. Um, Anyways, uh, Fightful had more to add um, regarding this whole manager situation, saying, quote, quite often members of the 205 Live roster are booked for less than half a dozen dates per month, and this is being seen as an effort to maximize returns on investment in the brand. We're also told that the company is very hot and cold these days on any firm plans to make changes to the brand, which is going to need some changes once SmackDown starts airing on Fox, probably on Friday nights. Um, oh, Friday nights is yeah, what they're thinking? Yeah, because I'd be very surprised if they... Go up against football or... Well, no, just, just doing this live after SmackDown Friday nights when the yeah, ratings are already pretty garbage. Well, why is SmackDown going to Fridays? That's just when Fox wants it, huh? I think. It hasn't been set in stone, I don't believe, but that's just what speculation, rumors, whatnot are, 
Interesting. Our, yeah. Um, which I don't know if that's great, but anyways, it's, it's on a network, you know, network yeah. over the air station. So you can't really debate that. Um, but there's going to need to be some changes for 205 Live. Here's, I told this to Steve. It's on, this is on Matt Chat. I'll give you guys a preview of Matt Chat. I want you to tell me what you think of this idea. All right. So 205 Live brand hasn't really uh, mm. caught on yet. No. You don't watch it. No. I watch it. And I, I'm 205. Far less. Um, I watch it and I, I really enjoy it. However, I understand that people might just be put off because they hear 205 Live. That people are in attendance, barely pay attention to yeah. what's going on in the ring. Yeah. Here's my idea. Rebranded WCW World Cruiserweight Wrestling. <laughs> I like it. You remember uh, WCW Saturday Night? That little yes. venue they had in. That's in Atlanta. They did some NXT tapings from there. It's the Center Stage Studio or Center, St- Center Stage Theater. Really? Yeah. Have two hundred five. Sorry, WCW tape there. Air it Thursday night. WCW Thursday Nitro. Oh, I like it. I think it's a good idea. I think it is too. And you don't really usually have good ideas. So no. I'm kind of surprised. So I'm really happy with that one. Yeah. Steve said, I don't know if you're joking or serious. And I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. Next story. And this is, this is potentially spoiler territory. So if you don't want to. Gosh, you look ridiculous. Why do you got to keep pointing it out? Because I'm, I try not to look at you. And I look at my monitor here and I see this crap hanging off your face. It's too much. Dude, be professional. I am professional. You should be You're professional. Not professional. Anyways, so again, this is potentially spoiler territory for Hell in a Cell coming up on Sunday. So if you don't want to hear about it, mute. I'll let you know. And I'll remember this time. I'll let you know when to unmute. Because last time I said that, I forgot. So here we go. This is from Cage Side Seats. And there, uh, apparently Brian Alvarez, amongst others, um, has speculated that we could see a double turn at Hell in a Cell during the SmackDown Women's title match this Sunday. So. I don't know. Um, I'm pessimistic that's going to happen because one of the reasons Becky is as insanely over as she is right now is because she seemingly gives zero Fs. It's the Stone Cold thing. He was at his most popular when he was going around wrecking people, doling out stunners. Yep. Uh causing all sorts of problems. And I think people, they got a couple things. They're on, they're on the road to getting this story right. You don't need a heel or a face in this storyline. You just need two complex characters with understandable motivations. And they have that now. Yep. You have Becky. You can understand her frustration. Two years since she was SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, she, like, she feels like every opportunity she has had to, to reach that same level of success, been denied, taken away from her. She's bitter about it. Completely understandable. On the other hand, you have Charlotte, who, while was Becky's best friend, she's given an opportunity to win a title for herself as a competitor. She's not going to turn that down. Would no. you? If we were in a wrestling no. match for a title, would you turn it down? No. Absolutely not. At all. Yeah. I wouldn't either because I'd feel pretty confident that I could beat you. I would smoke you. Smoke me. Dude. So, looks like you barely won that touch, mask touch this versus mask, mask match. We have that match right here. Oh. Mm, yes. Very tempting. Um, what, what do you say? I, I, don't, I don't like that one. Uh, who's Hilton, though? I don't know. Who is Hilton? Dude. So, I don't know. I'm pessimistic it could happen. They shouldn't do it. Just carry <sighs> on on the course they're on again. Just two complex characters whose motivations are completely understandable by the audience and let them choose who they want to cheer for. I think it's too early in the... It is. I mean... It's, it hasn't even been a month since SummerSlam when the heel, th- when the heel turn happened. Yeah. It um, seems like you're rushing to... 
Well, I worry that I WWE know. feels like, okay, like far too often with the Roman thing. Oh, people are booing Roman, double down on Roman. You know, it's like <laughs> they, when they should be listening to their audience, they don't. Yeah. And when they, sh- and, and then at times they think they're listening to the, they, they have their, their hand on the pulse of the audience and I think they get it way wrong. People are cheering Becky not because they view her as a face. They view her, they see why she's doing what she's doing. Yeah. She's expressing her frustration. Fans of hers were equally frustrated because she wasn't really going anywhere on SmackDown. And, 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 and people are cheering because her frustrations to a degree in character are their frustrations. She's, you know, like a cathartic act of getting rid of her frustrations by beating up Charlotte. They cheer for that. Also, it does, it, I'm sure it helps too that Charlotte's been the top of the mountain in the women's division pretty much since she got yeah. brought up. And, and, and I mean, she's had the, the, few road bumps along the way when it comes to losing the title. Yeah, but she always gets right back in. She always gets it back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's just a situation. They just, they got to carry on with what they're doing. Don't make the fans choose. Yeah. Don't force a dynamic on, on the storyline that doesn't need. And if if nothing else, just ride it out for a little while. See where it goes. I know. There's no reason to, like you said, SummerSlam was literally less than a month away. (laughs) Yeah. It was the 19th, I think. So we're not even a month removed from it. Your so. boy Steve wants to be caught up on Neville. Oh, Neville? Uh, Melser... He can't even be here. He's on a plane. Yeah, Neville, uh, Melser just said that Neville has been telling uh, promoters that uh, he can't take bookings yet, but can soon. That's the story. That was it. I... It's one sentence. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Stevie Bradley says, I can't put Steve on timeout. That makes sense. This is our channel after all. I guess that makes a certain degree of sense. So, tell me, Luchando, do you think we'll see double turn this Sunday, yay or nay? I hope not. So, I, I, I'm going to go with no. I don't want it to happen, so I think it will. So, I'm saying yes. So we're going to see some sort of double turn this, this Sunday. Me... No, it doesn't, which is why it's going to happen. See, and that, sadly, that is... That's, that would be logic. Make perfect sense. sense. <laughs> All right, you can unmute. Turn your volume back on. You're good. Let's take some questions. All right. All right. Um, where there we go, DJ Chicken two one four doing outstanding work and beard mode. Steve doesn't like when I do the Bree mode song. Uh, what are your feelings? Would. What are your feelings on Bree mode? Yeah, Bree mode. No thanks. Do you like the song? No. Joe Juarez, nice guys, nice to see Luchando back. Too sweet, hearty handshake. Thank you, Joe. Yes. Oh, this is Steve's thing. Boarding my flight back, Hilton. Who's Hilton? You look ridiculous. Lose the mask. This is Luchando, man. Luchando, Steve. I know it's been a while, but come on. Get it together. Oh, you guys have met. I remember that's you were here for the um, one of our live streams. Yes, I was. Um, Levi Spencer asks, um, who is that? This is Luchando. Um, we've known him for a while. Or at least I have. Um, he come on, ca- Levi. He calls himself a wrestler. Know your wrestlers. He's a, a luchador, as you can tell by the mask. Yes, you know, barely hanging on. You really should. I mean, well, here's the thing, man. And I'm going to break kayfabe a little bit here. Steve's been saying you need to lose the mask. No. And that's what I've been telling him. Exactly. But I'm here sitting across from you, this table, staring you in your face with this crap hanging off. Dude. And I am. I told you what would happen if you touch my mask again. It's just, it's a bad look for you, Luchando. If you want to be treated uh, as you know with respect, you got to project respect. And the fact that you're showing up here on this show with thousands of people watching, 
with a torp mask. Maybe it just shows how much respect I have for you. Yeah. It's probably the last time you're going to be on the show anyway. So whatever. 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 Let's move on to non-news. There, there is non-news. <laughs> what? Not for this. That's for post-show only. Oh. Oh, Alex Foster has a great idea. Luchando! See, that's I like that. Steve, Steve says, double turn that damn mask off Luchando right now. <laughs> Karen says, cold water Larson is coming for Luchando. Dude. Alex C says, that mask stays. Can't remove that mask without a Lucha de Apostas. I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, any other questions? Oh, I, let me look on Twitter, see the questions there. Oh, there we go. Oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about Hilton for, Raymond. There's not a question for Luchando. Oh, Charles Monroe has an interesting idea. Let's hear it. Larson's beard versus Luchando's mask. Right now. You got me close, man. I'm, I'm on the edge. I don't know what you're talking about. I am on the edge. So who'd you pick for uh, Hell in a Cell? Oh, here you go. Uh, Levi Spencer. He seems like a cool guy. I was just very confused. Okay, first of all, the premise of this question is flawed to begin with. He's not that cool of a guy. I'm very cool, Levi. You have a very good... Uh, you have your hand on the pulse or something. He seemed like a cool guy. I was just very confused because I thought he was Steve for a second. No. And I got confused. What happened to the mask, though? He had a mask versus mask match earlier this week that oh, he apparently Jesus won. Christ. However, wait, what? Steve. Uh, Steve. <laughs> Press one for... <laughs> Really trying to unmask. <laughs> a lot of ones there. Oh wow! <laughs> we need to we need to slow our roll here. Yeah, people. I mean, I understand the sentiment because I'm kind of feeling it too. However, we have to respect tradition. Thank you. We 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 have to respect tradition. Yes. And uh, uh, hmm. yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll say that. Oh, Michael Dew staying dry and safe in the Carolinas. Good. Florence is real. Um. Too sweet, hearty handshake, greeting, kind of greeting Luch gets. I don't know what that means. But anyways, I'm happy you're safe and yes. dry. Um, be safe. Yes, be very safe. For sure, yes. Unless um, it was you out there, then I'd say don't be safe. Stevie Bradley, Luchando, if you unmask, you can be Dr. Wagner the third. Have you ever wrestled Dr. Wagner? I have not. I have oh, not. yeah, you're not quite to his level, are you? No. Not well, even really close. He's a legend. I mean, does he make it to the... San Juan Bingo Hall? For um, he main evented Triple Mania. Oh, okay. Well, Two years ago. I didn't do that. Have you ever been outside in the parking lot of Triple Mania? No. Can't say that. No, you haven't. Oh, my gosh. I just want to rip it off. Uh, Bodega Poppy. Hilton's disguise is just as bad as Rick Rude's disguise as the WSW Phantom on Halloween Havoc 91. I get the Rick Rude reference but i don't know who the hilton is so josh little steve rip off that damn mask yeah steve rip it off we're steve he's got to fly back from orlando oh my gosh uh oh this is a great question mr jacobs what beer will you be drinking on sunday are you going to join us sunday for our hell in the cell live reaction stream reaction live stream starting at 4 p.m pacific time roughly i might be there for a little bit okay good i like that yeah i, I just i have one request please replace this I will not. This is my mask. What if, what if I buy you a new mask between now and then? Will you put that on? Yeah, yeah. I'd think about it. it. Depends on how good of a mask it is. 
This one is authentic. Yes, I know. An authentic mess. You just can't get rid of it's like falling that. falling apart. I can see your hair. Don't like any of that. Steve Kuharski is Luchando, NWO, Rey Mysterio. Uh, I mean, he wishes. I wrestled him once. Mm, this is interesting. This is an interesting interpretation. Fight Club-esque, if you will. Raymond Bostaff. Larson, I believe Luchando is a manifestation of Steve's guilt. Interesting. Uh-oh. Breaking. Decision was reversed in Luchando mass smash. He lost. Unmask now, please. Plane is about to take off. Well, we can't just do things for your convenience, Steve. No, you can watch this on VOD like anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Alex C. Luchando will remove the mask if Larson too sweets him. I don't oh. agree to those terms. Oh, yeah. No. I'll take it off no. right here. No. Come on. No. I don't too sweet anybody. Uh, you're not not at all. Not at all. And I did not lose that mask, Steve, uh, that match. Steve is incorrect. I won. I just a little worse for the wear. Like the only way I would, I would, you could justify this is if you literally got off the plane and drove here. But I know you didn't have to fly anywhere. No, I. And it was like three days ago. You had plenty of time. As as a luchador, shouldn't you have like several masks at your you disposal know, just in case? I'm just a little partial. I can see half your face already. I'm partial to this mask. I mean, I mean, I've been. Hmm. Huh? Is there any more questions? Speak up. No, I. Just... You're starting to you're starting to bug me there, bud. I just. I don't know. Steve says this plane crashes. <laughs> I never get to see another mask. He can go straight to hell. Put you down like a dog. <laughs> oh, here we go. Big bad weasel Adam Mayhem could beat Luchando and unmask him. Well, I'm up for it. Where is he? Um, he's coming over later today. I mean, you guys. What time? Not for a while, though. You'll be gone. I kind of did that purposely. Okay. Oh, well, I can be here. All right. Couple hours. Okay. Can you get a new mask in the next couple hours? So I'm not letting you in that door unless you have a new mask. I have a backup, but let's let's just be real. This oh my one gosh. This one is way better. You have a backup and you didn't put it on. Yeah. Come on, dude. To think all the times that I have defended you. This podcast this I mean I, I had to literally drive an extra five minutes. And and I mean this to some degree. I mean, is it worth it? I've put up with the charade for so long. Steve has said, just stop it. And I say, no, it's funny, even just to me. But at this point, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's, it's like the worst kept secret in all of wrestling. I don't know what you're talking about. Anthony Wilbanks, Larson, would you too sweet Adam Mayhem? I don't too sweet anybody. I'm consistent about that. I don't he play is. favorites. I don't, I'm not choosy about it. I just, I, no, nobody gets it. Yeah. Well. Anyways. I mean, you got me. I don't even know what you're talking about. You know damn well what I'm talking about. Everybody watching knows what I'm talking about. They, they know nothing. They, they know, they know nothing. Uh-oh, we got, what, what is that? Hey, Gypsy, roll that beautiful theme music. Raymond Bostaff has a pretty good idea. Larson just violate the rules and rip that mask off. I think that's great. Hey, dude. Dude. Oh, my gosh. Show your face. No. Damn it. All right. That's it for the show. Ow. That's Son it for the show, everybody. Son of a bitch. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you later.
Have a good one. This is unprofessional. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.